you need me to shout out your Tumblr? Or you're Absolutely not, not. <laughs> You're not I'll trying get, to get I'll followers. Ho- I'll hook you up because I know that you will be going through that thing. Oh, I'm going to find it. If the you end didn't, of time. If you didn't send it to me, I would try to find it. Yeah, good luck, good luck. <laughs> Is it like... Yeah, I'm sure that it's difficult. You'll you hook me up. I won't share it with my followers, <laughs> but I'm curious about the angst that's it's, on there. No, I had a Zanga. I, oh, I also had a Zanga. So no, I the was Zanga like, was my angst. The Tumblr was post-transition. Oh, like got in the it. beginning of my transition. Hey Boo fam, welcome to Peking. This is Jess, your host, and hopefully one of your best friends at this point. We're in season two, I feel like I've earned it. I'm so happy you're back to see what we have in store for this season. It's gonna get deeper, it's gonna get weirder. You already know what it is though, it's it's Peking. It's about low moments in life that are opportunities to grow. We try to do a little bit of self-help, but a lot of laughing along the way. We don't take ourselves too seriously and we got more of that in store for you this season on Peking. Boo family. Yeah, I said family because I'm serious this time. We ain't just talking about fam. We are a family. We are family. That was a bit pitchy at the end. Not, not my best uh, singer debut. I was going to say singer-songwriter. I clearly did not write that song. Anyway, having a bit of a time this morning, it's 9.45 a.m., the day before this episode goes live. I went to a training session this morning because I'm switching from an evening workout schedule to a morning workout schedule now that I'm starting my new job next week. So really just getting things on track and getting myself set up for this new type of rhythm and new routine. It's not only a new routine, it's just a routine at all. Like I haven't had routine in a year. I'm going to be starting my job pretty much exactly a year after I gave notice at my old job. When I left back then, I did not anticipate that it would be a year and that I would return to the corporate world. I don't really know what I anticipated. I think... I was kind of just leaving it up to the fates beyond me. Um, Is that what people say? I don't know. I'm just thinking of that Kim Kardashian gif where she's like putting her hands up and it says let go and let God. I use that a lot. And that's how I feel or that's how I felt in that moment. I was like, I'm just letting go of this corporate job life and I'm going to see what's on the other side. Guess what? What's on the other side is a corporate job. (laughs) Um, But it's one that I'm a lot more excited about. And truth be told, I was excited about my old job when I started it. But I am making some changes. I'm no longer going to be in consulting. I'll be doing product marketing, which is a version of marketing. I've been wanting to get into marketing for as long as I can remember. Communications and marketing has always been of interest to me. Media, digital media, like that's a lot of the reason why I'm so excited by and interested in podcasting and other types of like online tools to reach audiences and anyway also really interested in messaging and like how to get a message across in the right way um so all of that has been really where I've wanted to go in my career and I've kind of touched on it here and there but never had a role that was specifically a marketing role until now So that's super exciting for me, and it'll be at a digital health company. I've been in digital health the last several years, but 
um, in the consulting capacity. So working with a lot of different clients. This time it's going to be in-house doing marketing for one product that this digital health company has. And that's really appealing to me too. I just think not being client-facing, not having to deliver things on a deadline that's determined by your client's contract with you and just like having more space to prioritize initiatives as me and my team see fit for bettering our organization. And this organization is really mission driven and really aligned with a lot of the things that are important to me in, in terms of improving access to healthcare. Part of their offering is around mental health, which you guys know is a huge passion for me. So just like so much of it makes sense for me. If I'm going to go back to a corporate nine to five job, then I think I want it to be something like this. I think this is a great next step. Um, so anyway, Text me if you want more details, but that's as much as I'm going to share on the podcast or like follow me on LinkedIn or something. I think it would be funny to be a LinkedIn influencer. I used to joke that I wanted to turn LinkedIn into a dating app, like the new age of dating is through LinkedIn or even just become, yeah, like a a widely followed person on LinkedIn. There was a time when I deleted my Instagram for a few months and just to fill that void, I was spending a lot of time stalking people on LinkedIn because I had no other way to access that part of myself that wants to creep on other people's lives. So I don't know. Why am I talking about LinkedIn right now? I guess add me if you want to be professional contacts. Um, so yeah, I start my job next week. I'm adjusting things in my life to get ready for that. And it's going to continue to be an adjustment period. I know. But yeah, I am trying to shift towards waking up a little bit earlier, going to the gym in the morning. That's a really good segue into my episode for today. I am so honored to have my coach from my gym, the owner of my gym, which is called Above the Bar. It's in Chicago and it's really close to where I used to live, but still pretty close to where I live now in the Bucktown neighborhood. Um, Look it up if you're looking for a gym in that area. It's the best. It's really been a place that has become my second home here where I can just come in. I can be myself. It's such an inclusive, open community. Um, People really, I don't know, like make me feel comfortable to crack jokes and to also open up about things that are going on in my life. I think both the community that goes to the gym as well as the coaches there just make it so that I feel really at ease. And ultimately, that's so much of what's important to me at a gym. I think proximity is really important, like just being able to get there and not overthink it and talk myself out of going. But then also being able to just feel like I have people there that I'm looking forward to seeing. It's huge. I think that's important in every aspect of my life. It's important in my career. It's important, I don't know, in every way I can think of, like the people make the experience for me. So this is a gym that's really changed the way that I approach everything. Uh, They have helped me with a lot of my relationship with food, which is something that you might not expect to come from a gym, but they also offer some nutrition coaching sessions and they kind of work with you holistically on your goals. And while I came into this gym thinking my goal would be, you know, of course to trim down and kind of like feel better in my body, maybe lose some weight, get stronger and more toned like a lot of your goals obviously coming to a gym are physical goals 
But I think I found out that so much more of the work I needed to do was internal and they've, they've just helped me in ways that I can't even fully articulate. I think I'm going to try to articulate them in my upcoming episode around body image where I'll be sharing some of the conversation that I had with BooFam members about the book Body Talk by Katie Storino. I know I've been shouting that out all season. Um, I think it's because I really, really recommend it. And I really think even if you didn't join the book club, you should pick up that book. If you've ever felt any type of way about your body or your image, um, because it helps quite a bit. And so I think I'm going to go into a bit more detail about my relationship with my body and with food and how that's shifted over time once we get to that episode. So I'm not going to belabor the point here, but I do want to give a huge shout out and a lot of credit to my coaches. So the guest on the podcast is Alex Martinez. He's the owner of Above the Bar and he is the head of the whole operation there. And then Steph Lewis is my other coach there. She's the head coach and in charge of kind of the training sessions. And there's a bunch of other people that I could name who are just in my day-to-day experience there who really make it a place where I feel warm and fuzzy and where I can achieve goals, both physical and mental and emotional. And it's really changed so much of my relationship with myself. It's totally a peaking journey, to be honest. Um, So anyway, that's why I'm so excited to have this guest on today. He's someone that inspires me. He, um, you know, we get to a point at the end of the episode where we have a really interesting conversation about his participation in this podcast episode. Because when I first met him, okay, let me backtrack. I first met Alex when I came into his gym for the first time in August, I believe. I was really looking for a change and it seemed like, okay, this place is close to my apartment and there were some interesting things I saw on their website. They seemed like cool people. Let me go meet them. We connected right away. I felt like there was a just... I don't know, like a silent understanding between us, like something that we saw in each other. Alex, maybe I'm making this up, but I I felt that way about you. I was like, this guy really like seems to get it. And like, he sees me. For some reason, I just feel that from him. He's really good at making people feel that way in general, I think. And so I signed up and started going there. And within the first few sessions, I mentioned that I have a podcast and I told them what it's about. And, um, you know, everyone there was excited to to hear that that's something I'm doing. And Alex said he would take a look. And then the next time that I saw him, he was like, yeah, I checked out your podcast. That's so amazing. You should have more trans people on it. And I was like, I should have any trans people on it. Like, to be honest, I don't know any trans people other than you, him. Um, he is a trans man. And I didn't know much about his journey there at all. But I knew that fact because it had been mentioned in places on the gym's website and obviously he was coming from a place with that suggestion of like there should be representation for my community on your podcast that would be great and so I was like yeah absolutely but I I I don't know where to start with that so he planted a seed in my head where I was like maybe he'd be on the podcast he I'm sure has such a important story to share about his experience as a trans person Um, I think he also has an important story to share about a million other aspects of his life. I'm super interested, for example, in how he ended up in the fitness industry, how he ended up deciding to be an entrepreneur and start his own business. Like there were so many aspects of this person that I wanted to get to know better beyond what I could really do in a 
45 minute session where I'm sweating and huffing and puffing and where there's four other people in the room. So it had been on my radar for a while. I'd love for him to be on peaking. Finally asked him. He agreed. It was all good. But then leading up to the session, our our recording session, I was feeling definitely excited, but also anxious in a way because I didn't know how to approach questions with him where obviously part of his story and therefore part of what I wanted to get to know and what I view as probably a peaking journey in his life is his transition. However, I didn't want to just have him come in and, you know, back-to-back questions about being trans. Like that just felt inauthentic and it felt not the right way to have that conversation, not a safe way to have that conversation and create a space for him to feel comfortable and open up. I really never want anyone to be opening up more than they are comfortable with. But I also, you know, like I'm looking to have a really deep, meaningful, productive, constructive conversation because that helps me learn and it helps my listeners learn. And I love to give a platform to the stories of people in my life who, you know, are more than meets the eye. Everybody is more than meets the eye. So that was where I was coming from with it, but I just didn't know exactly how to approach it. How do you dive into like this huge topic and also make someone know that I don't view you as, as this one thing that you are. Like you happen to be trans, but that's not your only value here. So that was really kind of weighing on me going into the conversation. And we talk about it towards the end of this episode, like I said, um, and Alex and I have a really great back and forth about the fact that he was kind of worried about that too. And it just really, um, I think it's worth listening to the end, I guess is my point for you guys. Uh, Not that you wouldn't, right? Everybody sticks around for everything that I say. (laughs) No, but I really do think, you know, we take a little bit to warm up in this episode and kind of get our footing on, okay, how are we going to have this conversation? How much are you comfortable to share? So on and so forth. And by the end, I think we have a really open dialogue and um, kind of created a very beautiful space to for both of us to learn. And... It just, I don't know, it means a lot to me because this is someone who's made an impact on my life. And I hope that I was able to do the same for him in this really small way of just, you know, allowing a place for him to share his story in a way that maybe he hasn't before, which can be unsettling, but kind of freeing. So Alex, thank you for doing this with me and for having those conversations that pushed us both, I think. And I'm really excited for everyone else to get to hear about your journey and who you are and all of the awesome things that you're going to do for people in this world who need, um, who need to feel more comfortable in who they are. And a lot of that starts in the gym, but a lot of it starts even before that. So without further ado... I would love to jump into this conversation with my trainer and my friend, Alex Martinez. Okay, so usually how I start is I literally just say hi, and it's like an awkward transition from this beginning conversation to the podcast part. Yeah. 
Boo fam, one other quick thing. This is editing Jess. This episode was my first ever in-person interview or, you know, conversation with a guest. I have done all the rest of them when there's somebody else here over Zoom. So that's why it's a bit awkward when we start out because we had been chatting for like 20 minutes before we started recording. And also that's why the sound might be a little bit different because I haven't figured out how to do the mic setup in person with two people. Anyway, just a just a letting you know, letting you in on the behind the scenes of it all. Okay, back to the episode. Hi, Alex. <laughs> Welcome to the show. Oh, right. It's happening right now. Yeah, it's okay. happening now. That's Got the, it. Just, just say hi. Hey, how's it going? <laughs> um, thanks for being on. Would love to give you a chance to just introduce yourself. And it doesn't have to be like a whole fancy like career type of introduction. Just like, <laughs> who are you? What matters to you? Mm-hmm. Um, it's your birthday. It is. Meaning yeah. you're a Pisces. <laughs> I always ask people what their sign is. So yeah, just a little bit about you to get us started. Cool. Yeah. Well, I'm Alex Martinez. Uh, I'm always struggle with these types of questions because yeah. I'm just like, well, here I am, and I'm sitting right in front of you. You know what I mean? Like, not too much to really say based on that, but like, I own a gym. Yeah. Yeah. You're my trainer. <laughs> you know. You're. Um, let's see. You have dogs. Yeah. You wait. Do you have a cat too? Yeah, I do have a cat. Yeah. Yeah. You're an okay. animal lover. Yeah. See, would you consider yourself that? Uh, yeah. I mean, okay. I would consider myself like a lover all around. I think. Like, Ooh, I just I love like. That. I just yeah. Like I, the other night, I was like mm, thinking about getting like a gecko, but then Julie was like, "No, we're not getting a gecko." <laughs> I was like, "All right, fine, 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 fine." But anyway, yes, I'm Alex, and uh, I'm your trainer, coach, and friend, and mm. all the things in between. Um, and I'm my a one of my most interacted with people on Instagram, probably. <laughs> Every time you post anything, I'm like, "Oh my god, I have to respond to this," and then I'm like. It's not just for you, Jessica. Like, leave him alone. And then I respond to it anyway. Oh, no. I love the responses. I love it. I love it. It's fun. I mean, it's that, it's it's kind of like what's happening here when others are going to be listening. It's like this weird other area of, like, community and being able to connect in this uh, very strange way. But yeah. It's fun. Yeah. I think that's a lot of... That actually represents you very well because I feel like you are... Like, community seems to matter to you. It matters to me, too. Mm-hmm. And, like creating inclusive open communities and Mm -hmm. like leaving space for people to be who they are in those communities like working towards similar goals and stuff like that's very much how I feel about the gym and Mm -hmm. like the family that's been built there and that's like all from you so that's a great way to introduce yourself too yeah (laughs) and and, you know I think part of like when you ask me like introduce or not ask me like who who are you what matters you etc it's like holy fuck I'm so overwhelmed with so many things at once because I'm like, well, give me a moment. You know, it's yeah. like, let me, hold on. I gotta, okay. Because you know? you're many things. Yeah. Because we're all many things. Right, yeah, yeah, totally. So like, I mean, I was sitting down there earlier talking to, you know, Steph and like was, which is my training partner, uh, talking to Steph and like, I was just saying, I didn't realize I needed this community. Mm-hmm. You know, like I, growing up, like I, and in into adolescence and you know like young adulthood like i mean always had a pretty pretty small like friend group you know what i mean like didn't really open up too much or go out you know wasn't wasn't a i was like a closeted social butterfly mm-hmm. i guess is a way to put it and i i don't think it really started to really come out until like the past like couple of years you know but yeah i mean my gym you know my gym is like 
my everything. I feel like it repre- rep- represents so much about me and it's it's above the bar. Yeah. <laughs> um, would you consider yourself an introvert or an extrovert if you had to choose? Um, I mean, if you asked me a while ago, I would have said introvert, yeah. you know, but especially since starting in the fitness industry, like it shifted for me. Mm-hmm. I would definitely say extrovert which is interesting for me to say yeah. out loud. I haven't yet, I have not yet admitted to being an extrovert. You're not, and is this your formal statement on it or you're not, this is not official. This is off the record. I mean, I'm pretty sure because of this thing in front of me, it's on the record. Yeah, it's okay. So it's, a, it's official. Announcement. I, I, Alex Martinez, am an extrovert. Wow. I, I mean, I don't know who, who where can't, I... Who can't talk about himself and put on the spot. <laughs> but you can, but what you can do is like talk to anybody. That's why I asked because... I didn't know, like, I don't know what I would have guessed about you because I see, like, introverted qualities sometimes, mm-hmm. but I also see that you can, like, talk very easily to anybody that walks in the door. But it's also, like, this is a space that you've created and it's right. a comfort and home and, like, yours. So maybe right. that empowers you to do that as well. Oh, completely, yeah. But I was, you know, so does alcohol. Like, I was at the bar <laughs> last night and I was just, like, waiting for Julie and a couple of our friends to get back and I'm just talking to the bartender. I love doing that. You know, me too. I love sitting at the bar because I'm like, yep, I'm going to schmooze with you. I know. You sometimes get a little extra booze. Oh, 100%. You know what I mean? Like, push the girls out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you can't see him, but there was a peck flex that was really, uh, really popping, honestly. Yeah. How do we segue in here? I think, you know, peaking. That's a great question all around. Right? How do we segue? I never really know, but I guess I'll start with this. Like, and you've listened a little bit to the podcast, Peaking is all about unlocking better versions of yourself through challenges, like mm-hmm. slow moments, like getting knocked down or being confused about who you are, where you're headed. Right. Um, and I feel like there's several ways that I would guess that that connects to you. Mm-hmm. So one category of things, and it probably transitions into the other things that I want to talk about is your journey as a trans person and kind of like as much as you're willing to share there in terms of like how I don't know like your your young days and Mm -hmm. and processing all of that at I don't even know at what age you started to have those thoughts and realizations so I'd love to learn more about that and then kind of like bringing us to today because I know that that informs so much of like the community that you've built here Mm -hmm. and like maybe your choice to be a business owner and like the messaging and um, mission of Mm -hmm. that business. So um, I just love to learn about all of it and as much as we can fit in in like a relatively short amount of time. So with that, I'd love to just get started on like early, early days, young Alex. Yeah. Was Alex your name? Well, Um, no, Alex was not my name. No, No, it wasn't my name. Um, this is for you, but my name was Megan. M E G H A N. Yeah. Wow. We have so many Megan names. <laughs> I know. That's like a beautiful connection point. It, it really is. It mm-hmm. really is. Uh, I know. It's great. And, uh, you know, at the same time, I, I think there's a part of me that wants to tell you to put that in the podcast <clears throat> because it's kind of part of what I need to do as a trans person for, for myself. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's like almost like part I don't know, 53 of coming out. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, it never boy, ends. Someone's like, tell me about when you came out, which is like, for one, a weird question. You know, but it's like, all right, yeah, let's talk about that. We're going to be here for a while, though, because I'll tell you about when I came out in high school, when I came out 
later in high school and then, you know yeah. it was like boom it's boom. phases yeah for sure and yeah. then as you as i mean as a trans person then there's like multiple layers of coming out you know and it's it's, a, it's weird it's weird do you find yourself still i mean just in that moment of like telling me that your name was megan like does the coming out process kind of never end even today like are you finding yourself sometimes like hitting these points where you're like wow I have to explain this all over again or like this is a next step of coming out I didn't even realize yeah I mean I was gonna have to face I mean right here yeah yeah Yeah. for sure like saying that my name is even it's hard to say like my name is is Megan yeah you know um and I don't know why and you know and that's part of why I want to say it and want to you know breathe life to it in a way yeah. because like I said this a while back like I mean that was me you know for however many years I don't remember eight, 18 I think I started transitioning when I was 19 okay um so you know and for so long I ran from Megan and and wanted to forget black it out you know what I mean and that was mm-hmm. part of me not coming out and sharing my story I didn't come out publicly until 2019 2020 I think really yeah so recent yeah so and then that's when I really just put out there on Instagram like I just said it you know I have like I said I have always kept my circle small so like this the circle that I've had knows who I am you know knows my story relatively and also just like random followers from like my internet days you know like tumblr and 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 whatnot so like your message board days when you met your wife yes yes (laughs) that was that was actually a a, yeah no it was a message board yeah right yeah on avril Lavigne. exactly i remember that because i'm just like wow i wish people met that way nowadays (laughs) we have been listening to her new album i feel like Ooh, i have not yet Wait, that was like a really recent drop, wasn't it? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, I'm going to play it in the car on the way It's back very home. Avril Lavigne. It's titled Love Sucks. S-U-X. I mean... She really just says it. She gets everyone. <laughs> How old is she now? It's a good question. Age... I mean, time Ageless, Like, yeah. seriously. Like, if you you're look right. at her, you're like, you're still 16, aren't you? Yeah. Oh, I love that for her. She's still committed to the same... The same stories that really get us all. You're right. <laughs> yeah, you're like, oh yeah, yep, that feels familiar. You know, I'm just tired of the auto tune. But anyway, <laughs> um, well, okay. I just want to take a second then to like say that I really appreciate. If this wasn't already clear, like I really appreciate that you're talking to me about this, mm-hmm. and I don't know. Like I understand the weight of that of maybe like it's not something that you regularly talk about because at this point you're just like in your life you're right you're Alex you run this gym you're a man you have your wife you have your life you have your friends you Mm -hmm. keep your circle small and they know so you don't need to like re-explain it and right that's like you've moved on from this phase a little bit so I just like acknowledge I guess that that's like a difficult thing to potentially revisit but also I hope that it like helps or like adds to your Mm -hmm. processing or experience or just like can feel a little bit like okay I talked about that and like it actually felt good to talk about because it is part of me (laughs) yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. it is a part of my story even if it's like a whole other phase Mm -hmm. or chapter and that's something that comes a lot comes up a lot on the podcast too is like feeling very separate from past chapters of your life like even for people with like far less drastic changes that they went through Mm -hmm. like Um, my friend who I interviewed a few episodes ago spent like 10 years pursuing acting in New York and now has like a completely different life, nine to five job. Like, Oh yeah. Um, and she, 
and I spoke after the podcast came out and kind of were talking and she was like, you know, I sometimes feel like that version of myself is dead. And like, I'm now a ghost walking on the earth because I like dark. All right. It was dark. And I'm not saying that this is how you feel. What an actress. Right. right? (laughs) Dramatic. dramatic. Um, I love it though. I feel like she's a Leo. So that also makes sense. But yeah, she was just like, it's just a completely different phase. And I don't often like go back and revisit it. But actually there was something powerful in like taking this time to revisit it for a little bit. So yeah, I just hope that that's how. This no, I mean feel. that the, no, this, it is exactly how this feels, and it's how it feels anytime I tell my story, yeah. which is rare and far, you know, far few between. Because, like, like you were saying, like I was saying, like my circle's always been small. Like, who do I need to tell? You yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but no, I mean, you know, even just the idea of saying my name's Megan is getting easier as we sit here and say it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So, like, I've been, I was. I was Megan Ford 19 years, you know, like 30 years ago today. Yeah. Like I was named Megan, you know, so it's kind of nice to acknowledge it, mm-hmm. you know, totally on my birthday. It's... I can hear it getting easier every time actually. Yeah. 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 Um, so in those first, like growing up until you were 18, mm-hmm. like what, what were you feeling, I guess, that made you kind of think like, I don't know if I'm in the right body. I, right. I feel different from like how the world kind of knows me. Mm-hmm. Um, like, can you describe those emotions or sensations a little yeah. bit, or even like the earliest that you started to have those? Yeah, I, thoughts. I think it's honestly less about like. I don't. I don't really remember so much of the emotions or the feelings, but I remember just weird, random, significant like moments. Moments, you mm-hmm. know, like. Um, I mean, I think a good way to put it is like when you were saying like at any point, have you ever felt, you know, um, what did you ask? Like disconnect? What, what did you say? I, I, I don't recall, but I immediately thought of like, well, yeah, I mean, my whole life like yeah. has felt like, you know, uh, that. And then my mom has always said when you were three, you told me that you were an alien. And I was like, yeah, that's pretty, that that's, tracks. That tracks. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, for sure. That tracks with exactly how I probably felt my whole life, you know, but when I say probably felt like that's what I'm saying is like I don't really remember feeling much you yeah. know I just remember going through the motions and like doing things and of course having moments of feeling I mean I was a very like who wasn't an angsty teenager you know what I mean totally. but like I was a very angsty teenager <laughs> you know I I was just Avril Lavigne yeah obviously <laughs> uh, you know I, I'm sure all of us were to the extent you know to one extent or another but yeah I mean like Vividly, I remember this one time when I was uh, just going to bed when I was younger, just like praying to God, like, I want to wake up a boy. Mm. And like, I still distinctively remember that. I can't tell you, you know, how old I was exactly. Yeah. You know, but I just remember that. Mm. And wondering, I mean, it must have sat with me, you know, in a certain way. Like, why would I be thinking that? You know what I mean? Right. So, Yeah. What do you think took it from like having that thought to actually like going for it? Like, oh God, so much. Yeah. I mean, coming out to myself a lot, you know, just like having different experiences. I mean, part of, part of it was like being an internet kid. Like, honestly, like, Mm -hmm. like part of the internet was what helped me find, you know, different parts of me, you know? And so like, 
Um, I mean, my first girlfriend did not live here. <laughs> you know, like she lived in southern southern Illinois. Okay. Um, and then I started dating someone in high school um, who was in person. You know, and I dated her for majority of high school. Um, but, but yeah, I, liked I mean, what you said about coming out to yourself. Yeah, yeah. Like it's a lot of it's a continuous coming out to yourself because I mean, and for anyone, right? Like we're yeah. all always learning about ourselves if we're aware enough. You know, yeah. and so like I've always been too aware, I think, but uh, me too. You know, <laughs> <laughs> it really, I really started to notice something was just way off in high school because I was just always so like jealous of my current girlfriends, like any guy friends she had, anytime she would hang out with dudes or something like that. Mm. And I couldn't, I was like, why am I like this? You know, like. I am not someone to be like a jealous, like, you know, vindictive or whatever person. Like, it's like, this shouldn't bother me. Like, like we love each, you know, right. school, we love each other. Like, right. like everything's fine. You know, now that I'm an adult and I can look back, it's like, why are you so jealous? And it's like, oh, huh, you wanted to be them, yeah. <laughs> you know? And I, and so that was, that was like a lot of like the realization came coming in high school, you know? Um, but like it all just throughout different periods of life, it just like, was different in a way like there would be like a new like aha moment of like oh this is me but like in a you know just a random way you know yeah that I totally get that because I think in like much smaller ways I've experienced that too of Mm -hmm. like just I don't know different chapters and like uncovering something else about yourself yeah it's a good way to put it yeah and just being like huh like maybe I always kind of knew that was there right but now I've like scratched like the surface of it a little bit more right, and I'm a right. little bit deeper into understanding it. And then like another couple years go by and some other random right. like moment happens that makes you like, oh, okay, now I understand it a little bit more until right. you kind of like finally get to a point where there's more, I guess there's like a scale almost in my head of like all of a sudden it starts to shift from like, I kind of had these thoughts, but I didn't know really what they meant to... Mm-hmm. Like, now I'm actually, they're accumulating and they're outweighing, like, the confusion and doubt, maybe. Right, to yeah. To the point where it's like, oh, I really am starting to, like, put this together about myself compared to before when I was like, hmm, that was weird. Okay, anyway, move on for another couple years. Or right, right, you know? yeah. Yeah, and I, well, I was, what I was thinking about, about as you were saying that was, like, it's great. Right? It's like a double-edged sword, like, to, to, to scratch that surface, you know, like... Or open Pandora's box, rather. Like, and sometimes we scratch it. We're like, "Oh fuck!" And we're like, "Uh uh-uh, uh," and we put it away. We don't want to know what's in there, right? We don't want to know what's in there, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, like that—that that was that was that's also a really great way to describe like other periods of of me having self realizations. You know, one of them being trans. I remember when I realized something was dif- different about me in high school, and I googled the infamous term, you know, sex change, which is definitely a dated term. Yeah. Um, but I googled it and I saw these trans guys and I was like, oh shit. Because <laughs> I was just like, this, whoa. Like my mind was blown. I was like, this is, this is it. Wow. I was like, whoa. But like in a very scared, like my life is already hard. I'm already gay. Like how can this get worse? Honestly, that was like my mm. first, was my first thought. It was like, how could this get worse? Mm-hmm. You know? Um, 
great. You know, like I, I saw it, I finally saw it in that moment. And then that yeah. was when I like, you know, scratch, scratched the surface and kept digging just within that period of time and was like, fuck. Right. It's like, oh shit. Not going to be now able to ignore I, this. Yeah. Now I can't ignore it. Cause now oh, yeah. I know oh, yeah. that this is it and yeah. it exists and it's out there and I can mm-hmm. have it. But like, oh my God, am I going to open that Pandora's box? Yeah. Right. Am yeah. I going to like open this can of worms and, mm-hmm. and yeah, all like, the things the that it would mean for in my there? life? It's like yeah. one of those things you open up and oh it my just God. like pops yeah. out, like the big worm thing. I don't totally. even know. I don't, what are those called? I, I really know. want one of those. Yeah. Things. I was just thinking about that too. I'm like, actually, it sounds like something fun to have. Yeah. Like, just to be like, hey, open this up, bud. Um, okay. That's super interesting. I, I also just really appreciate the way you're describing that because I think it's like, and I'm sure it's different for everyone, right? But like, yeah. I feel like the way that the media portrays like the journey of a trans person, mm-hmm. it's probably not wrong completely, or it's maybe right. even spot on for some people. Right, exactly. But like, because it varies so much from person. But to person, it varies so yeah. much, of course, because everything does. Yeah. And I just feel like, I don't know. I came into this thinking like one thing about like oh, like, there's all these emotions that somebody's probably feeling and confusion and, like, I wonder what age it starts at and, like, do you just know the first time you have that thought when you're a kid, like, Mm -hmm. this is what I want or does it kind of build over time? And it's, I mean, right, but it's different for everyone. Like, my my experience is I don't remember remember feeling anything. Yeah. (laughs) I don't remember confusion. I don't remember anything anything like that except like you know significant points in life like i said like in high school like being angsty in middle school you know yeah um but when i'm like let's say like sub like 10 like shoot i don't know i mean living the, my best life in my grandparents house in the summer and just being a just kid. being a kid yeah. yeah 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 um okay so then at you said you started transitioning at 19 so? 18, 19, like around there. I could there. check my Tumblr. <laughs> no, and my Tumblr fine. would have the exact date. Uh, I, I started I started my Tumblr up when I was getting out of, uh, like, around, like, 2010, like, high school. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's where I met my third girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> Who was, who's actually a pretty pivotal part of my transition, too. Yeah. Hmm, how so? Um, well, as far as, like, coming out, right? Like, how we're saying, scratching that surface and, like, seeing it and being like, oh, fuck, you know, like I said, I, I couldn't, in that moment in high school when I, you know, Googled it, I was like, I can't ignore this now. So like, it's similar when somebody else asks you, like my girlfriend did at that time, she was like, are you, are you trans? Like, are you sure you're not trans? Huh. And I was like, yeah, (laughs) you know, and that was the first time that somebody had outside of me had questioned it. In a, I mean, it was not like a malicious way. You know, totally. It was very much a way we were having a conversation and she was helping me, you yeah. know. Um, that somebody outside of me like thought that. And so I was like, yes, you know. It's and, easier to say yes to the question sometimes than it is to like announce it yourself. Right, yeah, right. Because yeah. it's like, oh, okay, you see this in me and it seems fine with you. Mm-hmm. It seems safe to say yes. Right. Yeah. So... For, for that, I'll always thank her for, you know, like definitely like, and, and there's, I feel that way about a lot of people in my life and my, with my transition, like another, um, person in the trans community, she's a trans woman her name, her name is Megan. Um, <laughs> we love Megan's. We, stand. we love Megan's. I met her in the beginning of my transition, um, before I had started to sauce, to sauce her own, um, like, 
beginning of the year, like beginning of the year, sometime in like January, like we had, I had came out to my parents uh, the previous summer, very, very like shortly after uh, my ex-girlfriend and I like had that conversation. Mm-hmm. Like I, I, because I was like, I can't ignore it. It's like, I'll tell my mom and dad, you know? Good for you. I mean, that's <laughs> I gotta, cool. I, that's cool that that's what your reaction was. Like, right. Oh, this is real. I'm going to tell my parents instead of, oh, this is real. I'm going to run from oh i wanted to fucking run but i was like if i run from this if i don't at least try this i don't know what i'm going to do with me Mm. you know Mm -hmm. so it's like well i know that my parents love me i mean at that point i had had already i'm like hey i'm gay or hey i'm bi oh wait no i'm gay yeah like i'm just updating it i'm just updating a software updating you know like (laughs) yeah here i am you know (laughs) and uh, like so i I was like, okay, I got to tell him. So I told him that 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 summer and then the following, like beginning of the following year, we, my dad was get like kind of slow to like come around to call me by my preferred name, Alex, which mm-hmm. let's just say it's a name, you know, that's a, that's a whole other conversation. But let's stop with the preferred name shit. Like it's just a name, it's my you know? Name. Yeah. yeah. Um, so he, he was, he was slower to come around with using the correct pronouns and, and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I heard through the grapevine of somewhere in northwest, northwest Indiana because it was hard to find like a, a some sort of trans support group or anything yeah. in, in northwest Indiana. I'm sure it still is, but back then, like even more so, totally. you know. Um, so we, I got wind of like this 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 woman, uh, trans woman named Megan, um, doing just like a talk, you know, sharing her story at this P flag. Uh, uh, meeting and on so we brought my dad and brought my mom and we just sat there and listened to her and stuff and it was great um mm-hmm. and then afterwards her and my dad had a conversation and that's when he started coming around wow so um megan is definitely also someone that's like a pivotal person in my uh transition journey um from there she helped me navigate um um getting my name changed which is a whole process you know uh because i was scared to do it (laughs) you know she went to the she uh would take me to the court and like you know help me get the papers and whatnot just explain things um she was great she was great we're we're still like connected on like facebook she actually has an organization called trees uh that's uh uh, centered in educating um everyone (laughs) you know about about trans trans awareness and etc that's awesome okay trees um i was gonna ask if you're still in touch with her yeah she's fantastic it sounds like she was like such a pivotal like mentor to like Mm kind of hold your hand through it because she had Mm -hmm. done it and she like was an advocate yeah and it's it's you know she's an angel like she's she's that type of person for me anyway who came into my life at the right time helped me in the right way just enough you know mm-hmm. and then she was gone mm-hmm. not like gone but like you know we didn't she like did meet her... up and etc like she did what, what what she came to what do she came to do which mm-hmm. is help me and you know she's one of those people like you know they read the situation well and they're just like my work is done here mm-hmm. <laughs> you know and they move on oh my god and so we're still makes we're... me emotional <laughs> yeah because <laughs> i i know i know what you mean because i feel like everyone has those people that come in and out and they're mm-hmm. like wow come in and out. Yeah. there was a reason for that i was just like yeah. visited by the... this angel that was sent for me right yeah. yeah and then one of the last times that i met with her um gosh this was ugh, when i was in college so whatever year that was um i did a one of my because i went to school for graphic design so one of my projects was to create a uh, illustration book so i created a, a book for kids on um 
teaching them what it means to be trans essentially like Mm -hmm. and the book was with me in it so like I illustrated all of it whatnot so she's she's from South Bend so she had set up for me to read at read that book at the local Barnes and Noble so that was the last time I saw her wow yeah in person but what a cool oh my gosh that gives me goosebumps because (laughs) probably for her I don't know she set that up for you and it was like that moment of like closure a little bit Mm -hmm. like you're presenting out this story that was like about you Mm -hmm. yeah and using like your art and then she's like, okay, he's good. Right. Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. my God. So that was the last time I saw her and now we're just social media buds. Yeah. You know? Yeah. She's wonderful. Um, okay. I'm like really enjoying learning more about this. Um, <laughs> so two thoughts. Yeah, like, there's a lot, man. I know. Like one of them is just more about what you were saying of like coming out again and again and like mm-hmm. scratching the surface more and more over time. So once you had transitioned and you're kind of like in college and afterwards, like in your 20s, in your mm-hmm. adult life, independent of your parents, although I know that you still like have a good relationship with them, but like... Yeah, um, I, mean, I lived at home with them for a while Oh, too. did you? Yeah. Okay. Which there's quite a bit there that I could, that I, I would like to speak about. Yeah. Like, like the experience of, I really feel like I got, like my, 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 I got paw, I was put on pause. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. my life in this growing and and maturing in a certain way like you know yeah okay that's interesting with certain experiences definitely dig into that because it's like now you're a new kind of a new person mm -hmm. but you're still you but like you're you have this renewed sense of self in yeah as alex and and you probably like wanted to be to some degree like out in the world experiencing like what that feels like but Mm -hmm. if you were still in your parents house I can see how that maybe was limiting so is that where you're going like what yeah definitely share more about that like um the office that I'm going to have in this house is going to be the first space that I have ever like it's my space Mm. in your new house that you're right just moved into yeah yeah like yes I had a bedroom growing up you know but it's a bedroom in your your parents house you yeah. know or I mean growing up it felt like more of my bedroom than it did when I was a young adult living at my parents house you know what I mean like yeah. that's and I'm like mm, yeah this is my bedroom and it has my things in it and etc but like it's not, not mine it's not mine mm-hmm. yeah yeah so yeah yeah that's yeah so that's kind of where I'm getting at getting at with that yeah and like so how did you feel like were there certain things that you felt like you missed out on or were delayed to experience or um, anything like that as a result of like still being in your parents' house during this pivotal time of like yeah that like was a very transformative time in its own mm-hmm. way for you but like maybe it could have been even more if you were out on your own right, and had the ability right. to do that yeah I mean part of the reason I mean no the biggest reason why I uh, chose where I went to go to school, uh, IUN in Gary, Indiana was so I could com- like stay at home mm-hmm. because I knew I was going to be transitioning, you know, and I was like, I cannot transition and go away, you know, like, in fact, going away had never really ever crossed my mind because I mean, I wasn't ready to fly from the nest. Yeah. You know, that's um, really cool though, that like, it was never even a question that you c- could and should be home through that. Mm-hmm. Like I, I know that so many other people probably yeah. don't have that. Yeah. So that's amazing, just like on your family's part. But yeah. Oh, yeah. Hands down. Yeah. My family is like the bee's knees, man. Yeah. I feel very blessed and very just grateful that 
I have who I have. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You never had to question that, yeah. No, I mean, when I had started my transition, uh, like a uh, hormonal transition, meaning like I started taking uh, started taking tea or testosterone, but tea, you know, that's what we call it. Totally. Yeah. It's like a supplement. Been on, been it's on, like yeah. one of our like proteins. Yeah. <laughs> been on the tea for the past nine years. So. <laughs> Actually, at the end of this month, it will be, yeah. Wow. Um, yeah. But um, when I had start when I had first started testosterone, I mean, changes happen pretty quickly, mm-hmm. you know, and it's different for everyone. It's genetics, you know, but like my voice started to drop pretty fast, you know, um, it was mostly the voice that's, mm-hmm. that started a lot. Um, and I hadn't come out to my like extended family yet. Now the extended family, I was like, oh God, like, yeah. I mean, like I, I, I'm almost positive that they're like, everything is fine. They're going to love me as I am, et cetera. Um, but I wasn't sure, you know, like you never know. Yeah. Um, especially cause we've all heard homophobic shit from like our, our extended families and stuff like that, you know, like at some point in time. So it's like, oh boy, you know, I didn't know what I was walking into. So I, for like four months, didn't see my extended family, which at that time in my life was quite a bit, mm-hmm. you know, now it's different ever since my grandpa died. Like I don't see them nearly as much, but when my grandpa was still around, um, we saw them way more frequently. Mm-hmm. And it was got to a certain point where I was like, I can't hide from them anymore. Like, they're asking about me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I do miss them and I do want to share me with them, yeah. you know. Um, and so I wrote, I just wrote a letter and I went to each of their houses and I read it to them. And um, it was fine. Everything was fine. Wow. Yeah. My grandpa, I read it to him and he said, okay, Alex. That was his first thing. I love, I kind of love that. I love that too. Right? It's like neutral because it's just okay is like a neutral, like, okay, I heard you and I accept it. And then Alex. Exactly. Yeah. Like, He's like, you your name. Right. Yeah. Almost like a, you got it. Like, yes, sir. Like, I Alex. love, I really love that. That's awesome. And you know, that, that I'll always remember. Yeah. Um, and then at what point did you make the move out of your parents' house and like, was that difficult when you first decided, um, like, okay, I'm ready to spread my wings a little bit? Yeah, yeah. I mean, that's that's also, like, an interesting, like, topic of conversation for me, too. Kind of, like, in a different vein, though. So, I don't know if it, I'll get into it, like, too, too much. But, sure. like, um, because, I mean, I, I haven't ever lived alone. Yeah. Like, I moved out. I moved out with Julie. Yeah. You know, so I moved to, I moved out of my parents' house. I moved to Chicago. Um in 2015 I think I think that's when I think that's when Julie moved here because I went out to Boston and then we drove her car back to Chicago Um, and that's that's when we moved to the city yeah Mm -hmm. we lived we lived in the city for a couple years and then decided to buy a house in Valparaiso Indiana oh I remember this story yeah yeah we moved out there for a couple years and then uh, work brought me back to the city Um, and then we sold that been here since 2019 when did you start Training and working in fitness because okay, you studied graphic design in college. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't slow down my friend <laughs> Everything is like Back to back, you yeah, know, I mean same. <laughs> Right I like that's relate. just yeah, like some of us just live our lives like that. Yeah, we're like wait, it's quiet Where's the chaos? Right. You know, oh, that's me. Yeah, that's me. <laughs> yeah, it's like what? Like if it's not around the corner waiting for me, I'm gonna somehow like make it. Yeah, I don't know why. Like, no, you... I'm the same way. I'm like, 
I'm like, oh, there's no change happening right now. Like, (laughs) what the fuck is this? Like, what's even the point anymore if I'm not, like, stirring shit up? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Let me take on this new project or Mm -hmm. let me quit this thing or let me, like, sign on to do this other thing. As I like to say as a Pisces, like, I want to shift currents, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I want to just keep moving, you know, just keep swimming. Water signs. Yeah. And and so, like, uh, yeah, I graduated college a little late because as most you know advisors do in college she fucked up my credits so (laughs) yeah she's like oh you have uh, x to do still and i was like you mother fucker um no and was great actually but (laughs) so i you know everything happens for a reason i was like shit maybe i wasn't ready to be let loose anyway yeah Um, (laughs) i feel that yeah so uh i graduated college in 2015 should have been 2014 um and then uh, ended up getting a job in the city and worked uh, at a design agency, which I'm still buds with the, a lot of people that are over there. Mm-hmm. Um, and I worked for them. That's also a saga. That's like another whole other story. Oh, but anyway. I'm I not, believe that. Yeah. Uh, Everything is a mini saga when um, you're a water sign. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. It's so fun. Um yeah, so I, uh, I, I, wor- I worked at the agency for, I think, like three years, something like that. So I started making the transition into this industry 2018, I want to okay. say, something like that. What attracted you to fitness and training and weightlifting? Yeah. Like, were you doing it on your own yeah, before? Yeah, for sure. Like, per- yeah. just personally? I never really, I wasn't like, I didn't play sports or anything growing up. I wasn't really, an, I mean, I was an internet kid. Period. That's all yeah. I need to say. Yeah. Um, so I, I did not play sports or anything growing up, really. Um, I would sometimes go to the gym with my mom, but uh, that was mostly for us to just bond together and yeah. get the popcorn afterwards, you know? Because yes. you leave and there's like popcorn there and you're like, of fucking Wait, course. what gym is this? It was a, it was a, it, I mean, it was in Northwest Indiana. It was a, like a gym that was attached to the, she, she was in healthcare in the, uh, uh, doctor's office I should okay. work in so okay. yeah that like the employees could use I mean just a little idea I'm always throwing I'm so annoying throwing ideas <laughs> at you every day that I'm here I'm like so we should do karaoke and we should also do a rock climbing outing and also you should put a little like homage to your mom and that bonding time and like give us all popcorn at the end of the <laughs> session this is boy you for, really know how to convince a Pisces to do and, something oh please you're like yeah your mom <laughs> I'm a yeah I'm a I'm a bit of a marketing professional so I kind <laughs> yeah. of know how to sell things. Um, Shoot, dog. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I that was like in high school. Like I would go to occasionally with my mom, but um, it really I mean I really started to get into fitness when I started like when I came out to myself as Alex when I started to socially transition as Alex. Mm-hmm. Um, socially transitioned means like uh, I told everyone this is my name. Here are my pronouns. Yeah, respected or get out. You know. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, I started picking it up then, and I mean, it was duh. I wanted a masculine like build. Yeah. You know, so I wanted. I mean, I was never. No one in my family is dainty by any means. Mm-hmm. Like we, we always joke. We're just like big people. Okay. <laughs> um, so even when I, you know, was presenting as female, like I was never a. Little, a little woman, you know, like I, I took up space, you know, but I did not have as obviously as much muscle as I did now. Like I look back at photos and I'm like, oh my God, like tiny little arms, you know what I mean? Um, so I, I mean, I wanted to get bigger, you know, but 
also, I didn't understand. I didn't have enough education hmm. about what it, what, what is fitness? What is, what does it mean to go on this journey and et cetera, which is like what I help people understand now, you know, like you're in the process of that of your own, you know, yeah. we all go into it thinking we want one thing. Oh, totally. When it, when it's really, that's, that's, it has nothing to do, it has with, nothing that to do with that thing, yeah. you know? Um, so, you know, I just didn't, I was not ready to get bigger because it flared up a lot of eating disorder stuff for me. Mm, okay. So I started, I, because of testosterone, everyone's like, you must have been so happy to start tea. I was like, yeah, I was, but also it was like fucking miserable. Yeah. Like those were actually some of the worst years of my life. Really? You know, the, some of the darkest years of my life. Yeah. So, um, and part of that was because of the eating disorder. So I, I mean, I just bad body dysmorphia and terrible relationship with food and, you know, just ended up with a binge eating disorder, you know? So that was fun. Do you think the root of that was just simply like, I personally and my body are going through a ton of change right now. And so Mm -hmm. like seeing that in the mirror is uncomfortable Mm -hmm. and wanting to like control it. Like, do Mm -hmm. you think that that's... Yeah, Some of where, I mean, like, an eating disorder came for from sure, at that time. for sure. I mean, yeah, yeah, definitely. Like wanting to wanting to control it, thinking I could control it to the extent that I was trying to, and you know, heavy lack of education, and just you know, also just conditioning, you know, from growing up, learning patterns and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it it it's I just wasn't. I was ready for the changes, but I had ideal changes in mind, mm. and the changes you that to jump to them. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah. Duh. You know, yeah. like g- give me all the good stuff. You know, yeah. but like fuck, puberty two point is tough. I had terrible acne, <laughs> like terrible, and that made me never want to show my face. Mm. You know, um, I I just lost a lot of confidence when I started in the first few years of my journey, um, and then because of depressive state eating disorder like there's a lot that went on in like the first year of my transition first like two years of my transition that just like i really paid the price for you know like and i say that as though everything i were bad decisions they weren't they were just growing decisions that i made like i'm going to get myself on on uh, medication for my mental health and you know going through the journey of trying different medications and etc at the same time i'm you know starting testosterone and I'm also starving myself and then binging myself and you know so my body I put my body through a lot those you know the first like two years and that's when I say like I I paid the price for that meaning I had to do the work to get over all that you went through this like couple year period of like this intense change and ups Mm -hmm. and downs emotionally and physically and then I don't know it's kind of like you went through it you paid the price like you said and then it's like okay onto the next chapter now you're moving in to the city with your partner right, and right, like right. you're ready for the next thing right you and went through it mm-hmm. yeah yeah so you moved here you worked at an agency at an agency for a little bit then yep. you moved into training yeah i guess when was the decision point to open your own gym and like really invest in like okay fitness yeah. is my passion i know you said earlier like you you didn't even have all the information yet yourself so Mm -hmm. at what point did you feel like okay i actually like really know about this and feel like i can help other people to an extent where like i want my own business around this because like obviously now i work with you and you're like the all-knowing 
like <laughs> creature <laughs> like watching over me where oh, I'm like man, oh funny. like any like the, just a gargoyle yeah it was, I'm just gonna purge right exactly there exactly when yeah, you just... stand right up here and you're like hey Jay-Z like address this thing or yeah like, don't do that with your wrist hey come here and like I have to tell you something like it's always like a little like you're you're watching over I am I'm a lurker yeah I'm a lurk. but it's great so I like observe. when did you get to the point where you were like, yeah, I, I know how to do this and I want to do it. Very, very similar to realizing I was trans, meaning like somebody outside of me had to bring it up. Okay. I, I've, since I started working out, like after, as Alex, when I, when I, that, cause that's really when my fitness journey started was when I started transitioning. I was like, I want muscles, you know? Um, so, um, once I started, started having that, that, like routine and it became a hobby and whatnot and I mean I just really enjoyed it um I mean I just like learning about it you know so I would just do as much reading as I could you know whatever um and just like help friends and family like with questions or whatever you know specifically my mom and so like I had always thought like okay in my head like I wanted like this would be so cool but I was like I can't for some reason, right? We write these we immediately like try to stop ourselves right mm-hmm. and I'm like I can't because I'm trans and I'm like I look back and I'm like, what? (laughs) You know, but I like, I wore a binder at that time. I didn't have my top surgery. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I can't like train and bind. You know, that's not comfortable. It's not like a, it's restrictive and da da da. And I'm, I'll be afraid they'll be able to see it stuff. Cause you can sometimes see them through the shirt and stuff. And Mm -hmm. I always hated that. Um, and so I was like, I I can't. And I was like, plus I already went to school. I already have a job. Like. Just like completely self-limiting beliefs yeah, and yeah. like getting in your own way. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Um, and so one day I was training my mom at the, in the sunroom that I used to work out in and I was fixing her form on a bent over row um, and I came out of the sunroom and Julie was like, you should be a personal trainer. And I just looked at her and I was like, yes. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then we went on a, I remember we I took some vacation time from the agency and we went to San Diego and you know when you like go on a vacation you have time to think you have space and on that trip I just had clarity and I was like okay I'm gonna do it so I bought the NASM uh career starter thing whatever you know like Mm. you get the you get the test you know you get the book you know the whole the whole shebang so I was like all right I'm, I'm doing this I'm just noticing and I think I'm similar is like it might take you a while to get to a decision but once it seems like once you make a decision and like it clicks for you you're like Okay. Oh yeah. Now let's fucking I'm go. I'm like, oh, I have, I have the play. Okay, now I'm gonna run the play. Yep. Yeah. I'm the same way. Like, mm-hmm. it takes a lot. Like, there's a process in getting there, but as soon as I get there, I'm like, okay, what's the next step? Okay, well, what am I doing? Right. What's yeah. Let's, let's yeah. Let's do it. So and, yeah. You know, obviously with, with different things that you know your your timeline it speeds or slows down even more. You know, yeah. but like, yeah, I mean, for the most part, like it does take me a. It, there's this, especially big, big decisions. Just say that, you know, like I'll just say that like big decisions are the ones where I'm like, Oh boy, I'm going to be thinking about this for at least six months. Yeah. (laughs) And then I'll pull the trigger. Don't rush. You know? Yeah. But then once you pull the trigger, you're like, let me rush myself. Yep. Yeah, (laughs) totally. Totally. Or sometimes you wait too long and you pretty much push yourself into that scenario where you got to go that route anyway. Mm, That's true. You know? And like, that's, that's how I ended up opening this gym. (laughs) What do you mean? Like, I I mean, when I left the gym that I was at, the gym wasn't the right fit for me overall, you know? So I ended up leaving and I was like, it's middle of the pandemic. Uh, I don't know who the fuck else is going to hire me. Um, I'm not really passionate to get 
virtual training going. I didn't want to do video anymore. I wasn't like, that's what I want. You know? I didn't really know what I wanted. Yeah. I was just, I just knew I had to, had to quit the gym that I was working at because I needed something different. Yeah. And you know, I also would like to add to like, Julie is my fucking rock star because like, I could not have made each of these transitions. Like, cause there's been periods where I have made like, you know, $600 a month, you know, yeah. but I was, I'm super grateful that like, I was privileged enough to have those opportunities, mm-hmm. you know, to be able to do that. Mm-hmm. So Julie's just been like an awesome fucking support system and like amazing. a lot of above the bar, like I still say like, like it, a lot of it wouldn't be happening if it weren't for her and our teamwork, you know, like yeah. she's definitely, definitely co-owner in my, my eyes, you know? Yeah. Um, so I left and it was mid pandemic once again, we went away. We drove to go see her mom at this time and, you know, had time to think. Some other stuff went down during that time that really just pushed me into a point of being like, I gotta, I gotta like do my own thing. I gotta like open a thing up, Mm -hmm. you know? Um, and so Julie and I still wanted to like buy a house at that time. So we were like, okay, well let's look at homes. So we like looked at, we started home shopping and like put in like four offers and they all got denied. Mm-hmm. Um, so we were like, all right, I guess we're renting a location, you know? So like, I didn't know is <laughs> every step of the way, like you're building the bridge as you're going, you know, yeah. like I had no idea what I was doing or how I was going to do it. I was just like, I need, I need a physical space. I need to train. I need to get back to work. Yeah. Cause prior to that I was working out of a, my, one of my clients basements mm-hmm. I had just moved in temporarily with some stuff there um and so I was like okay well that worked for a month but now I need a you know plan C I have no idea yeah you know so Julie was just bopping around on the internet looking for places and this place had a had a picture and it was of the outside and it was hideous you know, there was no photos of the inside but it was this the specs were good um and we were like well it can't hurt to just go look so we went to look at it this was October 2020 walked in and we were like sure where's the papers yeah. <laughs> like like we'll sign It'll like work. let's do it yeah because yeah. it was what you see honestly like it was a blank slate like we walked in these floors were all throughout it was painted a different color and whatnot so we did the color and we did the flooring and obviously the equipment but like yeah. it was just a blank slate and great it was perfect yeah so i opened it in october of 2020 and it was just me um and like a few of my one-on-one clients and just snowballed from there. Yeah, that because that was going to be my next question is like, how did you go from, this is now just more me learning as somebody who like, and we've talked about this a little bit, like I see myself eventually starting some sort of business, mm-hmm. doing something entrepreneurial. So like, I'm curious how you went from a couple of clients that you had from yeah. before and like stuck with you to actually growing like a community that continues to grow where like now you're like oh shit we need to turn this back area into even more right workout space <laughs> and like we like can we handle the yeah. capacity that's coming in which is like amazing to see but like i don't know like what are your takeaways of like how that even happened was it really organic did it require like you to pivot at all like i don't know like what I feel like i'm pivoting every fucking week yeah, bro. yeah. yeah. <laughs> i mean Honestly, I don't know how it went from me and a few clients to where we're at now. Mm-hmm. Like I have nearly 50 clients, members, 
this is called between tees between training club and one-on-one clients like there's near 50 i think yeah which is crazy yeah <laughs> like i'm like oh that's amazing you know like but i just i don't know how it happened i just went with it and every step of the way was something different yeah. you know like trying different strategies of pricing models how i work with people and i pretty much always did it based on like a 50 50 of what the client needed mm. you know what i mean like yeah just trying to you know oh well this is this is this you know what the people want like okay well let's see how i can make this work but still make it lucrative you yeah. know like um so it's just been like it's that it's like that it's like i started with like a clump of clay and like it would be it was like molded along the way yeah. by everyone like everyone's had their hands on it you know yeah and here we are today yeah you know like like yes above the bar is my baby and you know the concept of you know the training club and how we work with people is all came from like this nutcase of a brain but like <laughs> um it, it's it's really a collective effort you know because i i listen to you i want to know from you guys like what do you like what do you don't like like ask about like hey what do you want to work on next month you know and stuff like yeah. that and just everyone that's here now we call them the ogs because you guys are the foundation like you guys are building with me what above the bar will be you know 20 years from now yeah that's so cool um and i totally feel that way about it and i also was thinking earlier in this conversation you said one of the things that held you back for a while was oh i can't do it because i'm trans and i feel right. like it flipped where it's like <laughs> that's actually your superpower like that's yeah. like the special thing like mm -hmm. when i came across the gym uh it started because of it's literally like a a right walk away yeah, from where yeah, I used yeah. to live and whatever and I know that's how it starts for a lot of people for that sure. come in but then I like looked at the website and saw you talking about how like you understand what it feels like to not feel comfortable in your body because mm -hmm. of your experience like going through that transition and I was like whoa like I have never connected those dots as like that's something that I can relate mm. to a trans person on like right yeah that is really cool and that's a really cool like perspective for this gym and this trainer to have so like that's honestly what like drew me to come in i was like, yeah i love that i was like that's fucking amazing and i feel like i don't know it's just cool that that's something that maybe held you back before and then turned into something that like this, at least for me is like I, the reason i came in and met you, you that's know? funny because i hadn't connected those dots for myself really <laughs> yeah really like it's you know they were there but yeah i'm not doing it in my head and you just did it for me so that happens you. a lot that happens a lot in these conversations i love it i like notice patterns while people are talking i love the story yeah and our i mean i say our jobs but my job doesn't feel like a job and this probably doesn't feel like a job to you but like our work is very similar in that way like mm -hmm. i love listening to to people and observing and you know doing what you're doing you know yeah really. it's 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 fun work yeah um but anyway so yeah what was the question <laughs> i don't know i don't know if i had another question okay um, but no i would just want to say th thank you for sharing that with me because that makes me super happy mm. you know i i love knowing that what something that you said that stuck out to me was like oh that, that's something i can relate with with a trans person and it's like there are multiple things of course that you it's can, another person yeah it's another person <laughs> you know and you know steph earlier was we were sitting down there and i'm talking to her about the podcast how i'm feeling a little nervy and stuff and 
and she was like you know stuff is wonderful so you know she's just sitting there and she's like how well how are you feeling about it like what's going on for you i was just like you know i don't really know what i'm going to talk about you know i was like i i think the main thing i want people to know is that like just a just a just a fucking dude yeah trying to like make it work like you are you know like we're all dealt different cards in life and like it's a matter of what we do with them you know and like tomato tomato at the end of the day you know thousand percent and i just i i wish more people had that perspective Mm -hmm. you know that's like the value in doing this is like Mm -hmm. even like i'm a very open accepting person who feels that way about humans it's like we're all the same at the end of the day Mm -hmm. and we're all like different in a million ways you know and that's like both sides of that are something i celebrate but even still like to hear more about like your journey other people's journeys through like the conversations i have Mm -hmm. on the podcast it just like we always come back to that same realization of like yeah so i'm just a person trying to fucking figure it out yeah you know which is comforting like the more i hear that and the more that like listeners hear that i think it's just like really affirming Mm -hmm. for everyone involved yeah (laughs) totally yeah and i i think also like to if to like I love that people are like like you like you you're like I want to I want to tell me like anything you're willing to tell me or you're comfortable with like let's discuss it like you know I love it I mm-hmm. love the curiosity and that people want to uh, open their minds up or or what have you you know but the number one way is to befriend them yep spend time with them it's just a life you know what I mean like it doesn't require me being interviewed yep. you know like. If somebody wants to get to know me to that level and like hear my story and et cetera, well then they'll come around, you know, mm-hmm. and they'll come around enough that we have enough genuine conversations where they'll learn about over time, yeah, about me over time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, other than that, it's like I don't need to draw attention to it because it's just life, yeah, yeah. like just like your life is your life. Like I'm not going to ask you, you know how your childhood was randomly yeah you know? yeah yeah but i would love to know you know like that is something with you i would love to sit down and chat about and mm-hmm. hear about your upbringing and like your experiences in life and how those shaped you you know yeah. and um that's just what we do with people or what we should do rather mm-hmm. you know like and it's not done enough mm-hmm. you know there's too many assumptions made and you know there's we stop at like the very surface level stuff you know uh, and by that I mean a, a variety of things, but you know, let's just say like we we stop at knowing a trans person and saying like I know a trans person or I know a gay person or I have a black friend or I have you know a, a Hispanic friend or you know whatever like yeah like okay <laughs> go beyond yeah. that you know but like go about it in just like a fucking normal way dude don't be weird about it mm-hmm. like. <laughs> Yeah. Just get to know the people. <laughs> yeah. No, a thousand percent agree. Like that's, Without calling spotlight. That's you know? part of what I... Yeah, that was part of what... I Like, I definitely was thinking about that going into this interview, too. Because I was like, I want... Like, this is somebody I already know and care about and find, like, so yeah. interesting and awesome. And, like, makes an impact in my life. Regardless like of this. anything about 
where who you've been and where you've right. been and what yeah. it doesn't matter like today like that's oh just know that i know I that feel. yeah yeah yeah. just know that i know which that. i know that you know. i wasn't trying to like say any type of thing no but know? i think it's an interesting conversation to have of like um that is how i feel about you but then i'm also like but i do want to go deeper and i right. don't know like when to do it or how to do right, it or yeah. whatever that makes sense you know and then it's and then it's like and and if that going deeper could also be something that like helps other people learn and see like this is just another person with their own story the same way that each of us is another person with our own story walking around in the world like even better like that's always how I think about this platform I Mm -hmm. guess is like I just want to talk to the people that mean something to me in a way that like goes even deeper and like helps me connect with them but Mm -hmm. also helps like anybody who listens to this connect with somebody in their life or Mm -hmm. like think about the world in a more open way or whatever and it's always just a very like weird thing to navigate and find line um yeah so anyway i like appreciate the just like knowing what your thought process and feelings were coming into it because like i was kind of trying to navigate the same thing a right, bit. right right like I'm, this yeah. isn't like you being a specimen you right know? Like, right yeah you're exactly. not that to me yeah. you're my friend like, right and that's i mean that's one of the things that's great about the way you do this is that like um i mean like i have stage i'm an extrovert but i got stage fright i'm like not like a spotlight on me type of person yeah um like this being here is like weird enough for me yeah you know like it's in i don't even want it in my eyesight you mm-hmm. know what i mean um and for me to feel comfortable and sit here and talk with you like this like I feel fine now you know what I mean and it's like the way you go about it it, it, it is just a conversation I'm I'm, ha- I'm happy about that you know because of course in my head I'm like building it up beforehand like oh it's going to be like question question yeah. but no. even then I knew like it wouldn't be that you like you're Jay-Z me. I know yeah. you yeah you know like no but I, I get it like everybody and everybody I have on the podcast is a friend of mine and like everybody comes into it with those same right, right. questions and feelings and like oh it's a podcast like does that make it different and it's like no it's a conversation with me like right yeah um and then you know as a trans person like i think one of the my reasons why like i default like that's my default is like well i'm i'm used to people randomly questioning me and thinking that's okay yeah you know throughout my entire life yeah (laughs) and And being very like invasive right off the bat totally which i hate and i would never do and i also like yeah, that's why it's very much led by you. Like, in this conversation, it's like, I'm taking cues from you right. about, like, where you want to go mm-hmm. in what we're talking about. Like, I'm yeah. not going to open oh, up honey, a can of worms Oh, honey, I want to go all over don't... with you. Yeah, well, that's true. You know, like, I But, I, you know, it's because we, like, have the, like, trust established from, like, mm-hmm. like, we already have that relationship, I guess. But, like, there was something else I was going to say. Oh, I think another thing that like I would totally understand if you felt this way going in because I know others have talked to me about it is like you're one person who happens to be a trans person. Exactly. And, That's like, how I've always said it to myself. Yep. And like <laughs> you, therefore, like I would understand if you felt like, oh, am I like representing all trans people? Does she want right, me to represent right. like the trans perspective and the trans journey? Right. Because like, <laughs> I'm on, like, oh, shoot. Because I'm not that. I'm, I'm just not... me. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah, exactly. Totally. Which like I get. Yeah. And, and 
the listeners of my podcast are like smart, open people. Who oh yeah, like get Definitely. that. And if they don't get it, I'm telling them now. You know, like, <laughs> that's listen up, guys. That's Mother what this is, spoken. is. That's all that this is about. So right, yeah. yeah. And I love what this is about. Yeah, I love what you do. Thanks. I think you have a gift for it. That's for sure. Oh, thank you. And it's funny, you know. I mean, there are. <laughs> that's the way you describe like me being like oh no does she want me to be like the advert like the yeah you know it was like it was for a moment how it, you know how i felt and then i was like oh that's not you you know like that's not going to happen you're just be yourself you know and like uh you know but there are trans people out there like that's their gift like they are the one they are like the the leaders of the community that stand up and like shout for the ones you know who mm. who don't have that that urge to do that you know mm. and i don't you know and that's why it took me so long to come out publicly because I well for one I was just not ready like I was scared like I, I didn't know but ultimately I was like I'm fucking sick of coming out again and again and again and again and I just need to rip the fucking band-aid off it just needs to happen mm-hmm. so I just I just did it and um, it's been one of the better decisions I've ever made in my life I would say because it just I felt like I finally could meet myself you know yeah and like be myself like fully like full-fledged yeah like the, the growth that I experienced from just shouting to the world I'm trans was like another transition for me you know yeah. um it frees you of like yeah. all of the reasons why you couldn't before mm-hmm. or like the thought of like okay I want to do these things with my life but like at every step I'm gonna have to explain again or mm-hmm. I'm gonna have to like have that conversation again or whatever it looks right. like right. like now you're like okay that's out of the way right let yeah. me do all the stuff i've been wanting to do without yeah. without doubting it and without having like constraints on me that are like whether from other people or in your own head or both you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. um this is an aside that that just reminded me of but last night i did a book club for peaking that was about oh, yeah, I saw that, that like yeah. body image book she talks about how like she started to realize that she started to like take note of every time that she was in her head thinking about her body oh yeah and then she was like right right and she was like started to like kind of do the math and like add up how much time in a day and then in a week and whatever she spent on that and she was like in that time if I like completely wasn't thinking about that anymore and I had all these hours, literal hours now free of those thoughts, like what could I do with that time instead? Like I yeah. could actually go out and pursue my fucking dreams yeah. and be myself, you know? Yeah, that's how, that's exactly how it feels. Yeah. Hell it feels, yeah. Like, yeah, like no hold, like no, like no hold bars now. Like, like I'm unleashed, yeah. you know, and like I'm going to change the world, you know? Yeah, you already are. You already are. <laughs> and I'm doing it in the way that I was meant to do it, you know. And we all, I'm a firm believer that we're, we're all here for a very particular reason, you know. And, like, we go through what we go through eventually to realize what that reason is. And maybe even sometimes we don't, but it's not for us to know, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and I love what I'm doing, <laughs> You know, I never thought that I I would be here, especially during some of those beginning years transitioning. I was in a super dark place, and a lot of the times I just, I mean, I wanted to die. I felt like that would have been easier, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
I'm, I'm glad I just went through the thick of it and just kept going, you know, and like, that's just what I do. Just go through the thick of it and just keep going. Cause I mean, you got it. You won't know until you try. That's literally, that's peaking. That's, <laughs> and that's a wrap. <laughs> Thanks again for joining for this episode of Peking. If you want more Peking, make sure to follow on Instagram at Peking Podcast. You can also follow me, your host, Jess DeBakey, at Jay-Z DeBakey on Instagram. I have a website. I don't keep it up to date as much as I should, but it's pekingpodcast.com. And if you want to send me, you know, the story of your life, something a little bit longer form than we can handle in the DMs, pekingpodcast at gmail.com is the place to go. All right, I will see you in a couple weeks. Talk to you soon, Boo Fam. It sounds like a different version of like a fidget spinner. Yeah, toy. like yes. for restless people who pick at their nails, which oh, is me. Which is me. Yeah, <laughs> that's why I love lift, lifters calluses. I'm like, oh yeah. Oh, more to pick. I'm more fucking skin. disgusting. I love it. I actually, wow. We can talk about that separately because that's kind of a, maybe do some. ASMR. That's a thing for me too. Oh, picking it, like picking ASMR. <laughs>